The following podcast is a W2M Network original production. Visit W2Mnet.com for all of our other great podcasts, plus news, reviews, articles, and opinions from the worlds of wrestling, video games, football, and entertainment. Actually, break down what happened on uh, Monday Night Football on this one. If you're listening on WTM Network or our or our Football to the Max feed, right now you're getting our Monday Night Football breakdown uh, exclusive to YouTube, our feed, and the WTM Network feed. If you're listening to this through Last Word on Pro Football or, or some other uh, you know, possibly on the uh, blog talk with the Rylerton Broadcasting, you're probably getting the entire show in one gulp. Uh, but we're still going to start out with the Detroit Lions going into the Meadowlands MetLife Stadium and getting a big win against the Giants, 24 to 10. Just uh, Ben McAdoo was at the press conference here after the game and had to say that uh, he had a few choice words for his quarterback, Eli Manning, on the delay of game uh, penalty that uh, made it to where they couldn't go on fourth down. Eh, You know, the way things were going for the Giants, would they have made it there? Who knows? You know, and then if you're turning it over on downs at that point with no points, how much worse is it? So well, uh, go I can I can answer that question. No, they wouldn't have made it whatsoever. I mean, have you seen their offensive line? I mean, come on now. I think we didn't. Uh, all you need to know is five sacks. Uh, on Eli Manning on this evening, three of them by Ziggy Ansa, which makes it more sacks than he had all year last year. Of course, that's also with him playing almost the entire year with a high ankle sprain, which doesn't help you at all when you're needing to use speed and uh, use your feet and legs to get around uh, quarterbacks. Uh, that being said, Eli Manning had pressure all game. It didn't help things at all that uh, they lost. Uh, right tackle Bobby Hart on the opening series, which pushed their line around a lot. Justin Pugh had to move to right tackle. Brett Jones had to play left guard. 
And that, that line already had problems against the Cowboys last week. He didn't need to give him another problem uh, on the line and on the defense. No Janoris Jenkins in this game. And no linebacker B.J. Goodson, a guy that made, I don't know how many tackles with the Cowboys last week either. Uh, so you're missing big parts on your defense, and you could feel it on both sides for the Giants. Uh, but with that being said, they were still in this game uh, for large parts of it, Eric. And I feel like you can say what you want about the defense, you know, allowing touchdowns and and special teams allowed that big punt return that, that uh, put them in a big hole and minor, pretty much iced the game. But still, how many fourth quarter quarter comebacks has Eli Manning led? And how many times did receivers either drop the ball or have it knocked out of their hands by a defender? I mean, Odell Beckham Jr., ankle and all. Oh, that was a whole big lead up to whether or not he would even play tonight. Well, he did, but just like he dropped eight passes during the regular season, two in the playoffs, he had a couple of big drops tonight, including one on fourth down. Brandon Marshall, whose name you hardly heard called, one big opportunity in the fourth quarter as the Giants still have a reasonable chance. He drops a pass that would have been at the very least close to a touchdown. It, there's no real faith with this receiving core. Now, granted, you did have some... Shining stars, some big plays, but that was mostly from their tight ends. As far as these wide Yeah, Evan Ingram is supposed to be that uh, play that they give Ingram where nobody knows that he's in the backfield and then he just runs straight through to get the touchdown was a great play call on that one. Uh, Dumb by the Lions defense not to realize that he obviously is not a blocker. But then you have the dumb decision by Ingram to do the crotch grab, which gets him the 15-yard taunting penalty, which makes it really easy for the Lions to get the ball at the 45-yard line because of Mm -hmm. an illegal procedure. You don't kick the ball out of bounds on a kickoff, folks. I I You just don't. I don't know how that happened. I mean... Kick off out of bounds, the taunting penalty. Even late in the game, Odell Beckham Jr. with a clearly missed illegal block in the back that sent one of the Lions to the tent. I mean, there's 0-2, but this is just like they're extremely pissed off at the world, 0-2. I, 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 I'm getting where McAdoo's kind of coming from here. Well, I mean, that delay of game, obviously, Eli Manning, you should know what the play clock is. I totally get him on that one. I I don't think that that's throwing the guy under the bus. I do think that McAdoo needs to look at some of his play calling and understand that there's mistakes to be had here. Eli Manning overall, 22 out of 32. He doesn't go over 300 yards. The Giants, again, I think, what, for the fourth time? Uh, or for a while now, have not gotten more than 20 points in a game. Uh, Fourth, try eighth. 
Oh, eighth. Yeah, they haven't gone more than nine. This, I think it is since nineteen seventy yeah. something. This ties their longest streak since the seventy-eight and seventy-nine seasons, where they moved into the old Giants Stadium. They were still breaking that in fresh. In 79, you remember a guy named Phil Sims? That's the the year he was drafted out of Moorhead State. Oh, oh, even then, the fact that they went, what, five quarters of the season without a touchdown? That was the first time they did it since, what, 22? (laughs) Yeah, it's something utterly ridiculous in that regard. Yeah, I mean, I think overall, you know, uh, again, I want to state that I think the defense, for the most part, played well. Mm-hmm. Uh, again, you're keeping them in this game. Uh, yeah, Amor Abdullah goes 86 yards. Uh, he had that big, long run that eventually got him injured. He didn't come back in. Stafford's your second leading rusher after that, which that's on the defense. There's a couple of times where Stafford ran and they, they should have uh, been there to get him. But for the most part, look, you've got Ebron is your leading receiver, 42 yards. Marvin Jones has the one catch, which winds up being the touchdown. Ebron also gets a touchdown, which if you started Ebron at fantasy, I guess you got something positive on that because normally you don't. Uh, but it's. I think it. This one's on for me. Stafford did what he's supposed to do with the with the Lions. I think they've proven that they're going to go more ball control this year and run more. They've Would done that. Do? Yeah, because you don't want to put it all on Stafford, even though he did throw four touchdowns last week. This this one for me, the Giants just didn't do enough. Their rushing attack is still awful. Doesn't help again when you have the offensive line problems you had at the beginning of the game, and the drops. I mean, Beckham is, only comes in; he gets four catches. The one he misses is the drop. He got targeted five times. Uh, you know, Brandon Marshall gets one catch for seventeen, and he was targeted five times. Uh, not a good ratio. Again, that big drop that he has. Yeah, he did have it kind of knocked out. And I will say the huge play by, I think it was Slay that knocked it out of Ingram's hands. Big uh, play. Really close to the, play. Yeah, that that was a huge play. So big ups to the Lions defense for going out there, doing their job, getting the interception, the punt return for a touchdown, uh, the the sacks, just that defense was switched on to go on the road, get a win like that. I think you got to give a lot of credit to the Lions. And perhaps they're showing that they can be much more efficient this year. And you need to, next week, that game against Atlanta is big. It, it really is. And the fact that they beat Atlanta. Let's n- mentioning what that would do to Atlanta side, even with them. Now you're saying, okay, the Packers have a legitimate threat in the NFC North. Now, can they keep it up? Well, the schedule is really going to determine that over the next three, four weeks. 
But if they go to the point to where, as you said, more ball control, a little bit more balanced offense with the receiving core that they still have, they're not going to be pass happy. And guess what? They may not be in a situation where they're going to need a lot of fourth quarter comebacks. I mean, I think Stafford and everybody knows what you're going to get into with the Falcons, right? You're going to have to put up points. And if there's a team that can certainly do that, it's the Lions. Just you have to – and you're at home too, which helps uh, on that end. I'm not going to say any of the big cliches because it will turn out the exact opposite and it's really not what I want. But there is a lot of potential for this game. Yeah, the last thing you want to do is hype up a game and then it doesn't deliver. <laughs> so, but certainly this is going to be one that people are going to be watching. The The win puts it at a 2-0 and team, placing a 2-0 and team next week. And again, you got teams that are matched up well. Obviously, Falcons have the edge in the running game, I think, from the experience and everything. And then, you know, you've got the... I guess you could say they had the better group of receivers just because Julio Jones is pretty much better than anybody individually on that Lions receiving core. But look, uh, you know. It's, it's, it's not just Jones. you got to give some credit to guys like Mohamed Sanu. Well, no, obviously. But, you know, Julio Jones is the and Allison Hooper as well, the tight end. But, uh, yeah, I mean – when when you're looking at Stafford with all those fourth quarter comebacks and everything, don't put it past them to to do something. But as we'll talk about a little later on with what the Falcons did to the the Packers, it's, it's something that this would be huge for the Lions if they got the win. Now on the Giants side of things, this is not good uh, at all. Uh, I do want to mention that uh, one of the Lions best defenders, their quarterback, defensively, Gerard Davis, the rookie from Florida, uh, concussion. Uh, he's in the protocol. Uh, he should be okay for next week, but we'll see. Those things are always very touchy. Uh, as yeah, far as and in. Odell Beckham Jr. wouldn't surprise me whatsoever if uh, he took a little hit to the wallet for that one. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see this week what they decide to do. Uh, but again, just a total team effort as far as uh, the defense, the special teams made some some big plays, holding Dwayne Harris and doing anything. And if you're looking at the Giants as far as next week, uh, another team that we'll talk about a little later, they're facing a divisional opponent in Philadelphia, in or at Lincoln Financial Field. That defense is absolutely destructive and, and if you come and in with that offensive line oh boy destructive and after what happened on sunday angry yeah certainly angry but it's not just that it's a divisional opponent eagles and giants don't like each other if you come in with bobby hart still out and that makeshift offensive line that you got eric flowers was trending for all the wrong reasons you, you can bet that he'll be trending for how many times one of those, you know, whether it's Fletcher Cox or somebody else goes right around uh, one of that one of those offensive linemen. I wouldn't be surprised if they have just as many or more sacks on the Giants in that game. Or Eli better start finding a way to get that ball out really, really fast. 
they are banged up in the secondary a little bit, the Eagles. So uh, that might be something helpful. But we'll get into that uh, game more on, on Thursday when we preview it. But just, wa- just want to get in that I, I th- we're seeing the same problems here for the Giants. Offensive line issues, mm-hmm. not being able to run the ball. They didn't change their game plan at all when they come in the second half, knowing they need to make some plays happen. The Lions just keep doing what they're doing and get how, a big win. How can you execute your game plan when – the Lions, guys like Haloti Nata getting so much pressure, getting to the quarterback, and at times it wasn't just one. Eli Manning was gang-tackled. No matter how many adjustments you make, if you can't execute that at that basic of a level, well, why bother? No, you're not wrong. Uh, you know, the aforementioned Gerard Davis and... The man you mentioned, not to the other two guys on the sacks. And just, again, just want to point out that the defense from every point, every line did something very important. Team effort for the Lions here. And the, the Giants need to go back at the drawing board as far as you're relying way too much on this defense to cover you and do this and... They're not getting the takeaways they were getting last year. The offense has to pull their weight or they're going to look down the barrel at 0-3 very fast. And even in this division right now, yes, everybody else is 1-1, but you're 0-2. Then all of a sudden you do go 0-3. You're looking up at a 2-1 Eagles. Everybody else will run away from you and fast. Oh, yeah, certainly. Uh, the Monday night game with the Cardinals being without David Johnson and the Cowboys looking to to get back into things, you know, they could be 2-1. and one. Uh, Don't have it in front of me who the uh, Redskins play right this second. Is uh, it? Oh. They play the Raiders which yep. the, on, on Sunday night, which that possibly – they could be, you know, if the Raiders keep going on their their way in Oakland, you could be looking at one and two there. But hey, don't put it don't put it past anything. Uh, mm-hmm. You never know. No comment. Again, we'll get into all that when we get into the the preview show on Thursday. But I think that kind of covers it uh, for for this one as far as uh, the first solo breakdown being unattached from the show uh, we appreciate you listening wherever it is that you're listening uh, whether it's through the WTO network whether it's football to the max the solo uh, subscription yeah make sure you hit subscribe so you get everything of course what we're going to do right after this is our whole week two breakdown talking about uh, all the other games uh, where the teams stand, all that kind of stuff, some some standouts and everything else. Uh, uh, if it's the first time you're listening, it's kind of the the better show of the two that we do, so make sure to check it out. And if you like what you hear, hit us a review, iTunes, Stitcher, YouTube. You can hit the comments. Visit w 2 where we post the podcast as well. 
and everything else. Uh, last word on pro football, check us out uh, .com as well on there. And we'll see you later, everybody. Peace. The following podcast is a W2M Network original production. Visit W2Mnet.com for all of our other great podcasts, plus news, reviews, articles, and opinions from the worlds of wrestling, video games, football, and entertainment.